Good morning. It's Monday morning here. Oh my gosh, we're actually cold in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but I've had a crazy few weeks. Uh, Mike, how has yours been? Oh, it's been great. Our uh, our son came down for Thanksgiving. It was the first time we've seen him in several months because he lives uh, in Abilene a long ways away. But uh, yeah, Thanksgiving's always a great time. Family and obviously lots of food. Awesome. Um, didn't you do a book show on our interim at one point or something in there? Uh, yes. Deck the Halls. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Deck the How'd Halls. How'd that go? Well, it's sponsored by the Mount Pleasant Chamber of Commerce. And actually, uh, I did real well. I shared the booth with a fellow author, Nancy Hudgens, who writes under uh, the pen name Dana Wayne. Mm-hmm. So we both did did very well. I've I, uh, been a part of it for a number of years now and sold almost double the amount of books I normally do. So nice. either, either my Merry writing Christmas has improved or what. <laughs> Is it one uh, of those things like a wine and cheese thing where they're walking around with... <laughs> No, it was, uh, you know, just a craft show that they have in the Civic Center here, and they have it every year about the same time, and uh, had a booth there for three or four or five, six years in a row now, mm-hmm. and uh, so, uh, don't know, like I said, I'm st- maybe I'm a, I'm a much better author now, and people are, uh, the words out, or, or it has maybe pent up demand because of COVID, but I'm, yeah, well, we did very it- well. Yeah, part of it, too, when it comes to book shows is if you're there year after year and you're not a one and done, they're like, oh, hey, I remember him and then they'll or her and then they'll go and talk to you again and kind of like, okay, cool. So they're actually interesting and want to see you. I did have one other thing happen just this week, a few days ago, Hmm. actually two days ago, which you as a beekeeper would probably be uh, interested in. Yeah. And I walked the track at school. And I've been doing that for a long time. And there's a hackberry tree about 20 feet away from the corner of the track. And I looked up and saw what I thought looked much like a old steam generator uh, that, you know, used to, that old houses used to have, especially uh-huh. back east. And what it was, it was honeycombs that were attached to a uh, big limb that the when the leaves fell revealed a uh, fairly large hive of bees mm-hmm. that's I've how they all... build them in the wild they build them right. straight down and right yep. yep and very cool i always thought of course you know you know more about it than i do i thought that bees always needed a cavity or someplace to go into but these were wild out in the open just hanging nope. from from the limb so yep especially if it swarms a lot of times they'll cluster on a tree and they've been known to build them on trees. They build, they pretty much build them anywhere. If there's like a crack in your house and they get in there, oh, the yeah. queen gets in there, they'll build them in the walls. They'll, yeah, they'll build them pretty much anywhere they can that they feel safe. Okay. Well, I've, I have a family friend. His actually, his wife kept our kids when uh, they were little, and he's been doing uh, bee removals and uh, he's been involved in relocating bees for 35 years. So as nice. we speak, he is uh, removing the hive. I think he's going to take it back to uh, to his hives. He's got some extra, uh, you know, hive cases. Very cool. So. Super exciting. Nice. Thank you for taking care of the bees, the honeybees, and not trying to just kill them and spray them. Now, there are ones that I'm not exactly sure, because this is PG-13, I'm allowed to actually say what we call them, but they're kind of evil little things with wings. Let's put it that way. Um, they can't, they do not confuse them with actual honeybees. There's there's a huge yeah. difference between the two. 
So one will attack you, and one, if you leave them alone, chances are they're going to leave you alone. Unless you've got something on you, honey or salt. He said he's only had that happen to him twice in the Mm -hmm. 35 years he's been doing it. Um, He said said one time he went up to a building that had the bees in it, and he pulled up in the parking lot, which is part driveway, which is 30, 40, 50 feet away. And the bees met him as he got out of the truck. (laughs) Yeah, if they feel threatened, you don't want to mess with the little ladies. I mean, some of them are gangsters. Ours are. And it's like, we don't, I don't play. I wear two layers because I'm allergic to bees. So, but the benefits of the raw honey outweighs me, us not having them. Because for two years, I normally, prior to the two years that we've had them, I would, or three years, I would get really bad colds three or four times a year, multiple antibiotics, bronchitis, steroids, everything to get through them. And since I was taking the raw honey, I hadn't been on any antibiotics until this year. And this year is because everything got flooded right right after the honey flow. So the bees ate the honey to survive the rains, which I am so okay with. But that meant no beekeepers in this immediate area almost to that 30 mile limit for allergies didn't have honey. Yeah. So he said he only, he's only had to euthanize bees twice. And those were the two occasions, you know, sometimes they're a little too feral. So uh, sometimes what they'll do is they'll actually take out the queen and requeen it. If, if they're a little too feisty, you can actually just requeen it. So there, there are multiple ways of dealing with it. If he actually had to euthanize the entire hive, then something was going on in there. So, um, okay. So me, while we were gone for a few weeks, um, super hubby and I went on a cruise with my sister and we had a blast. It was relaxing. There was only one night where I couldn't eat dinner, (laughs) which for me, that's pretty good considering I have vertigo. So sometimes taking the cruises is. A little iffy for me, but you really can't beat the price for what you get. And the other beauty is nobody can call you when you're on the ship. So definitely worth it. And then went to the Texas Ren Fest the weekend after. First was the Scottish Highlands weekend. And then last, just this last weekend was Celtic Christmas. Absolutely loved it. If you are like a history fanatic at all, you got to go to these at least once. If you're kind of a shy person, go early in the morning because it's not that full. So we usually went about 8.30ish, 9 o'clock, which is great because you're not in like a huge line of cars. And we left about mm, between 1 and 2 usually because that's when people start flooding in. Where was this at now? It was in Todd Mills, Texas. This was their last weekend, but it's usually about eight weekends in I think it's October and November, and they have like a theme week each week. So there was like Oktoberfest, there was a Pirates Weekend, a Barbarians, a Halloween, there was Celtic Christmas, Scottish Highlands. I'm sure that there were a couple other ones in there that I'm not remembering, but it's it's just phenomenal. It's wow. it's definitely being added to our yearly go-tos, the Celtic Christmas Weekend, because I am, in case you couldn't tell, a Christmas fanatic. So I love Christmas. It's my favorite. Our house looks like Christmas vomit (laughs) by the time we're done. We have like two Christmas trees. We have this little village. We have blow up things all over the house. There's candy canes. 
these tall candy canes line the driveways. There's just lights. Our electric bill jacks up to like three to four hundred um, for the month of December every year, easily. So we just we love Christmas. It's my favorite with all the lights and everybody's actually kind and. <laughs> Yeah. It's always our families. And this will be our grandson's first Christmas. Oh, and how fun. And they'll be spending it with us. So that's awesome. We're looking forward to it. Well, this year um, we get custody of the, um, we were able to do Thanksgiving weekend with the family. And so that's the first Thanksgiving I think we've actually spent together in years. Normally wow. it's just Christmas. Um, and then this year we're doing Christmas on the 18th of December. So we'll be able to still, you know, see everybody and still have the Christmas spirit sort of thing. One year we did Christmas at the end of October because my nephew was being deployed on wow. the beginning of November. And we wanted to make sure to still do Christmas is kind of like a protected holiday. Doesn't matter when we celebrate it within November, December, as long as it's a protected holiday. And that's one that we're guaranteed to see everybody in the family. So that's one of the reasons I absolutely love it. This year, Thanksgiving was a little weird. Um, we lost dad in July of 2019. We just lost mom in Jan January 20 of this year. And it's just, it's a little weird not having them. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. So, but, you know, we're still, it's kind of weird because now we're the generation that everyone's looking up to. And it's kind of a little intimidating because mm. I'm only 48, 49. And so I don't remember how old I am. Um, and so for me, I think I'm 49. I think I'm going to be 50 this year. So it's it's a little weird being in that position because there is none of the older generation and our part of the family left. And so it's it's a little weird and intimidating. But that's not what we're talking about today. Today we're talking Christmas and holiday advertising. There's a lot of things to look at when it comes to holiday advertising. I've already blown 10 minutes, we only have 20 minutes to cover it. So um, for those readers, we're going to start with you guys. For those readers, there's a lot of things going on. Mike, do you want to talk about yours first? Well, typically what I do is um, I, for the entire month of December, my eBooks are discounted to 99 cents. Normally they're 2.99 to 3.99. So for the entire month of December, uh, they're discounted to 99 cents, and that's sort of my holiday Christmas sale. Um, the uh, uh, we both have our our websites as well, where where if you would like an autographed copy of a of a paperback, mm -hmm. you can you can get one of those as well. And generally, at the uh, Square Store. At the Square Store, yes, and. Uh, so I've been asked a lot of times, as I'm sure you have as well, well uh, if they buy, if 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 uh, customer buys a book and they say, well, what if, if I like this book and I want to buy some more of your other books, how do I get them? Well, you can order them from Amazon, obviously, but if you'd like an autographed copy, you can always go to uh, uh, my website or to your site, CJ, and my website's www.michaelscottclifton.com. And through the Square Store, you can order an autographed copy. And it's generally about, if you were to order it from Amazon, depending on whether you have Prime uh, and get your shipping free, it's generally going to be a, uh, a little bit cheaper. Uh, and, of course, you get the autographed copy as well. But my 
my big thrust as far as the holiday sale will be the ebooks will be reduced to 99 cents and that'll start December 1st and run through the end of December. Uh, December now, 1st. And what are your books again that you've all got out? I have six books. Three are standalone and three belong to a series called Conquest of the Veil. Conquest of the Veil is a uh, fantasy series that is best described as sword and sorcery. Um, it's a, uh, High fantasy. Uh, it has flying horses. It has gnomes. It has uh, uh, ogres. The things you associate with high fantasy, but it also has a very good narrative or story that go that flows throughout the entire series. If you've never read fantasy before, I think you could still enjoy Conquest of the Veil because the characters are those that we can readily, uh, uh, at least I hope, readily identify with. The, um, the three standalone novels are The Treasure Hunt Club, The Janice Witch, and Edison Jones and the Antigrav Elevator. The Treasure Hunt Club is a magical adventure uh, best described. I've told people if you took the Goonies, fast forward them in time to make them adults, and then cross them with Indiana Jones, their child would be The Treasure Hunt Club. It, again, it's a very fast-moving, uh, adventurous uh, book. The Janus Witch is probably my grittiest book. It's obviously about witches, paranormal. Um, it's, uh, uh, if you like, again, uh, kind of fast-moving stories, the Janus Witch would be a great read. It, it, it flows around pretty fast. I don't want to give away, uh, you know, too much of it, but imagine in your mind what would happen if you took a violent witch, removed her memory, and then have her fall in love with a kind and, and compassionate young man who's the exact opposite of the way she used to be. What happens next? Of course, there's a lot more conflict and stuff to it than that. And finally, Edison Jones um, and the Antigrav Elevator is my YA book. The main character is a seventh grader, a boy genius who invents cool stuff, who also is paraplegic, paralyzed from the waist down. When I was growing up, there was a book series called Tom Swift, which is kind of like the Hardy Boys, only in this case, the main character was like Edison Jones a uh, boy genius who uh, went across the world inventing cool stuff and great adventures. And I actually won a national award for, for that, uh, for Edison Jones book from Feathered Quill uh, uh, for the YA novel in the YA category, I should say. So the three standalone books, plus the three books in the Conquest of the Veil series, The Open Portal, which is book one, uh, Escape from Wheel, which is book two, and A Witch's Brew, which is book three. Disclaimer, there is a fourth and final book in this series, which will be released sometime next year, around April, I would say. And that'll be the fourth and final book in the series. All cool. can be all can be all can be obtained through Amazon as paperbacks, ebooks, or again, as we've mentioned, we go to a website and you can get an autographed hard copy of it. Cool. And so why did you pick that as your special, the 99 cents? Well, um, most people, whether they like hard like a, a, a physical copy of a book or they have a data device and they just like to, they like their Kindle, they like uh, tablets, you know, to read books off their tablets. Uh, ebooks are kind of universal in the sense that everybody, no matter where you are at, 
if you have access to uh, the internet and Amazon, you can get a digital copy of a book. And it doesn't matter where you live in the world. And it only costs you the fee of, you know, whatever the book is. In this case, like I said, it'll be 99 cents. So um, it's pretty universal. And so many people now, when they travel, as you did on your cruise, they don't bring a big raft of books. Even if they like paperbacks or hard copies, they generally do have Kindles and they bring these books on their data device and they can access them. So, and here's the thing I found, which is quite interesting. Maybe you have found it as well, CJ. At all these book events that I've been to, and I've been to a bunch over the last four or five years, it's funny in that the younger generation, who you would think would be obviously more tech savvy, they prefer hard copies. They prefer really? the paper. They prefer the paperbacks. For every three of them that I we talk to, two of the three want a hard copy. It is the older folks, okay, that like the ebooks and the e-copies. And I figured out why I think because they have been reading books for a long time and they have collected books over a long time and they'd have no place left to keep their hard copy books. I mean, I've had them tell me this again. I've heard the story a thousand times and they just run out of space. So they've turned to eBooks where they can have 3000 books on their Kindle and no space is taken up. Whereas younger folks, they haven't reached their storage limit yet. So they're still wanting to get the, you know, the hard copy. So it's a little bit, you know, funny that way you'd think it'd be the other way around, but actually it's the younger people I've met that actually want the hard copy and the older folks that want the ebook or the digital copy. Really? I mean, my theory behind that is um, you can blow up the font. That's I true. Know. I'm getting a little bit older. So for me, it's like my eyes, which is really bad for to happen to an author. Uh, I struggle with them. And there's a lot of times where I have to like blow stuff up to actually read it or it's like, I can't be too close and I can't be too far. And they're just, it's brutal. The other trend I've noticed is that more that a lot more people like audiobooks as well. And yeah. these are generally people that have long commutes, you know, they have it's uh, or they have trouble seeing, as you say, and they have some sort of, you know, vision issues. I've heard that many times as well, and they've turned to audiobooks. So audiobooks are a big deal as well. Mm -hmm. Well, I have, while we've been talking, <laughs> I've been busy. <laughs> um, I have loaded in every single um, one that we've talked about. So, for example, here is Mike's website for his deals. And then I will talk to you about mine real quick. What I'm doing is I have multiple deals going on. Um, mine can be found here. On my website, cjpetersonwrites.com, I have all 15 novels and the Christmas novella on ebook for 99 cents. So, readers, this will get you a lot of reading time. This does include the two new releases, the appointed time and the race against time and the novella. Also, technically, three new releases. Um, that's all included in it. And then I also have, for those who do like paperbacks, I have what I call a series starter pack. The paperbacks in the first book of each series, which is for Grace Restored series, is um, Seasons of Change. For the Holy Flame Trilogy is The Call to Duty. For Divine Legacy series is Divine Legacy. 
which just take caution that is a bridge book. So just be aware of that. It's bridging a lot of three series in a stand, two series in a standalone together. And then A Point in Time, which is the first book in the Sands of Time trilogy. All of those are for only $10 each. And then not to forget the kids in the family for Chief and Sarge, the children's books on paperbacks. Uh, cruising is only $8. And then the brand new release, which will be launched tomorrow night, the paperback is only $9.99. And that's the A Day at the Races, A Lesson in Friendship. And that's with my new illustrator, cartoonist Davy Jones. Mm. And so super excited about that. Um, also, the Texas Sisters Press authors, I, which I am co-owner of, have we actually on the Texas Sisters Press website, we have a Christmas specials page. So it's pretty much your own holiday gift guide right there. So you can check that out. And then I'm part of this huge, huge thing called 12 Days of Page, page Turners. Um, Amy Ravishandran has taken 40 plus authors and from the 1st of December through the 11th of December at seven o'clock at night, central time, you get to meet three to four of each of these authors. They're going to tell you about what they are, what they write, that sort of thing, and what their Christmas specials. Each one is having a Christmas special. And then on the 12th, um, all those authors will going to have the, she's going to have this huge party starting 11 o'clock, same links. It's her Facebook page, which is Amy Ravishandran and Sandy Lawrence's Facebook page and her LinkedIn where she's going live. So I'm super excited about that. And like I said, we're having a double book launch tomorrow night for the Chief and Sarge's A Day at the Races, A Lesson in Friendship. Um, is joining with Diane Floyd Bame um, with her book, uh, A Song of Peace. Both of those are launching tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Central Time. There's a huge event. You can go to Texas Sisters Press's Facebook page, my Facebook page, our YouTube page. Um, so there's like tons of stuff going on. So readers, you've got stocking stuffers, holiday deals, like pretty much everywhere that you have access to. All these are down in, in the comments for the links for all of them on Facebook as well as on YouTube. So you can check each one of those out. Um, the book launches tomorrow night. 12 Days of Page Turners starts on December 1st through the 12th. Um, my Christmas specials are currently going on and they will last through December 30th. That way for those people that are kind of the procrastinators, you still have the stocking stuffers that you can use for ebooks and stuff. That's kind of a great thing to do is just, you can stuff somebody's stocking with literally 15 novels and a Christmas novella. Just via ebook. And that's the beauty of ebooks too. Like you were saying, your ebooks are only going 99 cents. So between the two of us, we could have people reading like all year long, you know, load them up now and read them throughout the year. That way, you know, you've already got them. Or if you have like a reading fanatic in the family, Mike's books are awesome. I've read them. Very well written. You'll love them. Um, mine are, I tell people, the Christian fiction, but they're not your mama's Christian fiction. So for, I call them the Team Angel series, which is Grace Restored series. 
the standalone strength from within the holy Fame trilogy and divine legacy series it's christian fiction um paranormal and suspense it's kind of frank peretti ish this present darkness sort of idea if you like that um, and then the Sands of Time trilogy is Christian fiction sci-fi regarding genetic manipulation. I tell people it's Stranger Things minus the Mind Flayer meets X-Men. So <laughs> if you know any of those, you'll really like this. And then the Chief and Sarge books are just kids love them. Um, great adventures. And when Davy Jones taken over the illustrations, this next book, I am just couldn't be more thrilled the illustrations because he hand did every single hand sketched every single one and then he inked them and then he colored them i was able to go deeper into the characters so you could follow along with it you get some cool racing facts um, i know for the cruise ship facts there's one family that actually does family trivia on them at the dinner table so it's kind of a cool cool twist on how to use those um now for those authors we have some things you need to be aware of. There are easy ways to do holiday ads. There is Photofunia, P-H-O-T-O-F-U-N-I-A, is a great way to create ads, and they're about as easy peasy as you can get. So if you're a little technology technologically challenged, that's a great way to do it. Another one is Funny Photo, F-U-N-N, dot p-h-o dot t-o uh, book brush is a good one photo 505 my personal favorite is canva i love doing canva it's kind of a half step or step below photoshop but it lets me have a lot of flexibility i do their paid they do have it where it is um where you don't have to pay but there's a lot of things where you're missing so to me it's worth it but i'm on it all the time um, as far as dates the dates you need to be aware of, people, um, your ad people, those even ordering. For, so for readers, these are dates you need to be aware of. Um, Black Friday is already blown by, Small Business Saturday. Today is Cyber Monday. Make sure to check out those deals. Get them moving. November, tomorrow, November, 20, November 30th is Giving Tuesday. Um, a portion of the proceeds from my novels go to charities. So you'll be able to get a good book and a good read. And yes, I will be advertising on Cyber or on Giving Tuesday. Um, December 17th is the last guaranteed delivery date from Amazon's standard shipping. So you need to get that stuff ordered by September, by December 17th. December 15th is the last day for ground shipping from UPS, USPS, and FedEx. Remember, to remind those procrastinators, authors, remind them that ebooks make great stocking stuffers. December 26th, I keep my specials going all the way through December 30th for this particular reason. On December 26th, you have gift card options. People get gift cards for Christmas. So if your stuff is still on sale, they can grab those then. It's great. Um, and then of course, my stuff changes out at that date on december 30th it goes back to regular pricing so you have some time and you can use the you know use your creativity authors and writers on how to advertise for this stuff you know you can do things like if you still have it in january hungover sequester yourself with a great book <laughs> tired of your family 
grab a book and hide out in your bedroom <laughs> with a cup of cocoa or coffee. Be creative with this holiday stuff. This is a great time to get your work out. People are like, well, why do you drop all of your books to 99 cents? For me, getting the messages out within the books is primary, number one. Number two, I love to encourage reading. So for me, I try to get that stuff out as most financially feasible as possible. You know, some people are book people. Kids have to have the book in hand. For those who don't and have, you know, iPads for their littles, I do have ebook versions of my books and they're usually $2.99. So, you know, there are options and I try to make it as easy as possible. So make sure to utilize those. Mike, do you have any words of encouragement regarding holiday advertising for authors and writers? Well, obviously, when you lower your ebook uh, pricing to 99 cents, you're almost giving it away free. You think, what is it? We get a 35 cents or something like that for each sale. But as you had said, uh, if you're wanting to build a readership, which with indie authors is extremely important, um, you know, people take a chance on a 99 cent book, whereas maybe they wouldn't on a three or four dollar ebook. Uh, and if they like your book, they're liable to buy it when the price, the additional books, when the price goes back up to the normal price. So mm -hmm. it's a, you know, it's a, you're not, it's more of an investment in your talent. It's more an investment in yourself that mm -hmm. when people read your books, you're going to, they're going to like it and they're going to want more. So that's kind of the way I look at it. And a holiday sale is a great way to try to make that happen. Mm -hmm. Well, and if you create an all enough following with those books, you know, Right. There, make sure to do that. There are other things that you can do. Um, for example, um, you can dress up your holiday banners. I don't know if you guys can see that yet. Can you see it? Mike? Yeah, yeah, it looks good. Okay, you can dress up your holiday banners for the holiday, and you can do that for your website as well. So, like, for my books for C.J. Peterson, Texas Sister Express Stuff, The Journey's Real Podcast, Chief and Sarge, even Book World and Serenity Acres Apiary. There's lots of ways that you can dress up your stuff and kind of make it all festive and fun. You know, it's not like you have to, I don't know how the word is. Basically, you're going to want to do something that you're going to want to see yourself. So, for example, right. I'm going to show you my website real quick here. Can you see it? Yes. Okay. So, for mine, I have, like, the banners here. I keep everything just completely, like, if you scroll down, I try to get them easy, like you were talking about the square stores. First thing you run into is my square store. Then we have Christmas specials. You try to make it as easy as possible. So, for example, under Christmas specials, you can literally go to these tabs to find the deals. So you basically just, you know, try to make it as easy as you can for people to find those deals. Sound like a plan? Sounds great. Including awesome. links is always a good thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, speaking of links, all of the links, as I said, are in the comments, whether you're watching this via Facebook or whether you're watching it via YouTube. Check out those links for those deals. Remember, tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, double book launch. There is multiple authors. Cindy Flo, Julie Roth, LM Mann, Natrix from Peanut Butter and Jam. I'll be there. Diane will be there. 
both of our illustrators will also be there. Each one of the authors will be giving away a children's book. So this is a great way to get Christmas presents for those littles in your family. So don't miss out on this opportunity. Go to Texas Sisters Press's Facebook page, which is where we're going to go live tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Central Time. So see you again. Holiday advertising right there. 12 Days of Page Turners starts on December 1st at 7 p.m. Central Time. Over 40 authors and authors deals over the course of the 11 days. And then a huge party with giveaways on the 12th. Um, for that, you go to Amy Ravishandon's Facebook page, which is the link is in here. That's where she's going to go live. Also her LinkedIn and Sandy Lawrence's Facebook page. So there's lots of ways to access this stuff. Mike's books are going on sale for eBooks for the entire month. Mm -hmm. So from entire December, month, December. So for the entire month of December, you can get these great books. They're good for kids that are high school and adults. So they're a really good read regardless. If you like fantasy, if you like um, paranormal, paranormal YA, they're Magic. really great reads, right. honestly, really good quality reads. So there's lots of deals out there to find for readers, for writers. Get creative, make your ads. Don't be afraid to be silly. There was one that I imposed my face on a Santa. <laughs> I mean, don't be afraid to have fun with Christmas. Christmas is a time to enjoy, to share, to give. It's the giving season. Take it and run with it. Have fun with it. Now, please remember, next week, there will be no book world. Oh, no. Next week, there will be book world. <laughs> December 6th. At 11 o'clock, we're going to have, check this out for readers and authors and writers. We're going to have the head librarian for Mount Pleasant's Public Library. She also used to be in the high school librarian. She's going to share some kind of ins and outs of what they're looking for and how to get your books in the libraries and that sort of thing. And also, I believe the ARA reading list as well, correct? Right. So this is great resource for authors to check out. That'll be next Monday at 11 a.m. Central Time. Same sandbox sort of idea. <laughs> and then there will be no book world on the 13th. 13th. So I had to check my dates real quick. On December 13th. And then after that point, we're going to actually make our shift a little early. So we're going to shift to Wednesdays at 1 o'clock. So on the 22nd and the 29th of December, we're going to be Wednesdays at one o'clock. And from that point forward, we're going to be Wednesdays at one. So please do not miss that. We're moving to Wednesdays at one starting on the 22nd of December, but do not miss Helen Thompson next week, December 6th. This is how you can get your books into libraries without actually, you know, just donating them. You know, what are they looking for? How to get your books on AR reading list. This is a must see for authors. Do not miss it. In the meantime, get your holiday deals out there and have a wonderful holiday season. And I do believe today is the first day of Hanukkah. So for those who celebrate it, happy Hanukkah. For those who celebrate other holidays, mainly Christmas, then Merry Christmas season and enjoy. See you next week at 11 a.m. See ya.